Hello and welcome uh, to this podcast. Uh, before I start questioning uh, my guest today, and I've been thinking of him for a very long time. He doesn't know this, and I've been thinking if I were to get uh, my guest, who is called Karan, uh, by the rest of the world, Karan Ami. Uh, he's been a young achiever and all over the place, and uh, a bubbly, effervescent, uh, crazy guy, as crazy as they get. Uh, I've known him for. At least fifteen years, if not more. Twenty hours. Uh, we work together, and welcome to the show, Karan. Uh, you have no clue what a joy this is to get one of my dream guests fulfilled Thank today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy to be on it. Okay. Sorry. Thank you very much. Happy to be on it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that has been running in my head. Okay, what should be my first question since this is all impromptu uh, and i generally think of a question when i am setting up so one thing that comes to mind that i had a problem when i was a kid i was uh, i was never as effervescent as you always been but i was very jovial and uh, cracking jokes and funny uh, and i thought one of the drawbacks of having that kind of personality was that i was never taken seriously when i was serious about anything uh and it did not mean that i did not think deep or i did not feel very strongly or i was not emotional or i did not have my bad days it was just that i it was my contribution to the world that i am just making people laugh and happy but i felt very hurt very often then now i do not have those kind of problems but at least at that point uh, when i was growing up i thought it was like everybody thought it was fair game to make fun of me because i would not mind it and they were quite hurtful uh, without understanding the nuance of one can have fun at others without uh, hurting them so have you uh, ever uh, faced a time where people don't understand that you can be serious and you are like you have your thing in place it's not that you are uh, not aware that there is a choice you choose to be happy and effervescent and Let's go do it. Uh, do you think it's a drawback at times? Of course. Uh, I mean, people uh, in in general, you know, they uh, when when a person is uh, like uh, always, you know, on the on the crazy side or always like uh, seeming to be uh, happy or seeming to be full of energy and joy. I mean, people generally it it can happen where it has happened to me as well in in my career and and in my life in general. where i think uh, people end up taking a person for granted and uh, you know they just think that they just assume i think assumption is uh, is is a big uh, is, is the right word to use they assume that you know what they are uh, saying is perfectly fine in fact uh, you know this was a, um, a conversation i had with uh, my therapist a few years ago and uh, i felt uh, that uh, you know in in just a few conversations i felt like you know uh, even if like generally people who have you know something that they are dealing with in mental health that's when they approach a therapist but i feel in general every human being should go to a therapist because i'll tell you why also because and i and i said this to my therapist because i was like when you when you are on your norm, like a normal person like you know on a day to day basis gets up in the morning gets ready whatever goes to work gets on the bus or goes by train or in some form of transport you know you interact with all different kinds of people through your day and and you behave in a certain way and you say a lot of things but everything that you say or the way you behave 
according to you it is fine or right you know that is your assumption you have no clue how it is impacting the other person or how the other person is taking it and therefore that's why i bring this in is that you know if that like if every person went to a therapist and not from a therapy kind of this thing but like just to somebody to listen to your train of thinking and then give you a like a opinion on it you know that when you see this to this kind of person you could be actually like you know doing this to them which you are not totally aware of and and i think that's that's a great like a like a thing which everyone i think not from a therapy perspective but just to understand or get clarity on like what am i thinking like or how am i thinking or you know what am i saying to someone and and then just you get a like and you're getting a like literally a stranger's opinion it's not like your best friend or someone who's telling you you know to kara soch raha hai which may affect you in a different way <laughs> yeah i think you spoken of like a universal need to be understood yes uh, to be ba- basic compassion yeah uh, and uh, one of the episodes that happened sometime back one of the guests talked about uh, the art of listening and trust me it was one of the better episodes because he listened much better than like i am generally praised that i listen well on the podcast at least but uh, with him i learned a lot he was quiet he gave that space he tried to understand what was being said uh, and it just takes a bit of a pause actually yes i i understand where you are coming from uh, with people like you and me i think there is one problem that we we are this naturally clever guys the gift of gab that you want to crack that one little line to make people laugh uh, very often i think it is compassion on my part because i try and make people laugh uh, and uh, especially in a job like ours uh, i think i have been blamed for if you have been working with me let's go grab a cup of chai or come on let's not get serious they think you are actually not serious yeah. the idea is because you are not serious your mind can think of more creative ideas because the space is available yes you act glum and as if the world's weight is on your shoulders i don't think it gets you anywhere <laughs> if i uh, we we have been part of agencies and at a time when I we were glum in those times like you know the like there was like a like a popular saying which still holds which is let's sleep over it you know even <laughs> it get works in both ways like even the client who takes your resistance to your idea he tell you tell you let me sleep over it and you also when you're trying to crack an idea and you can't crack it sometimes you cannot crack it you know whatever you yeah. try you cannot like you may you may be putting on your most amazing music in your headphones or you may be like you know smoking 10 cigarettes non stop but it's not working you just sleep over it you know you wake up with a fresh mind and and yeah. then look at it all over again so i think uh, you know that really helps sometimes in like just pulling the plug and uh, re- resetting uh, one, uh, one thing that came connected to this very thing that you're talking about in a time and space where working with others is very important now i want to contextualize this in workspace also uh, we often being writers we always had to work with art directors and 
Uh, I know some of the award-winning campaigns you've done. I remember you saying that you cracked the art and the other person cracked the copy part of it. Uh, some of your most celebrated campaigns, in fact, were like that. And it, those were crazy because those were actual works of art. Like the first thing that everybody would see would be the art part of it rather than the writing. And yet, uh, when when I saw you guys win that and the way you guys went about it, it was never to till you explained. Nobody knew who cracked what part of it. Yeah, it was like it the was, full team. Yeah, thing. there was no sense of jealousy, competition, any of those things. So my question to you in this. how does one learn to give space as a professional and as a personal person how does one because we are all a little scared and doubtful and fearful about uh, i think it comes from darwin and we think survival of the fittest is the only way to be and we are always trying to jump over but but i've seen i've seen you make mistakes and come and apologize as happily as you celebrate your victories and it has happened more than a couple of times and you been quite chill about it okay i i'm sorry i misunderstood this and this is how it is and in front of 50 people now i find that very amazing because it's a very rare thing most of us are very easy to come uh, we find it easy to come and uh, take the place of pride but when a joke is on us or we we messed up somewhere we find it very difficult but uh, how have you incorporated this in your personality what is it that makes you so fearless about okay i made a mistake so what i think it's uh, i think it's about like the fact that like i mean you cannot be stuck in in that uh, in in that moment kind of thing you know and i think there's one which i'll tell you is that uh, i try and keep like 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 every every day is a new day literally so like 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 when one day is over it's like it's over then you know you got to move on and i feel like like therefore like many years ago i uh, abbreviated the word now and uh, now in like it it stands for no other way you know oh you you cannot like you know if you're not living in that like and therefore you own that moment or you just make the most of that moment in your day also you know life in general life is short and the pandemic kind of showed us that it is lot shorter than it can be and and if you're not making the most of every day then uh, that's fine you know that day is going to make the most of the next day yeah <laughs> so uh, and like therefore like even if like you know in situations like this where if i'm wrong or like if i've if people are making fun of me and it's turning me gloomy or whatever it's it's just it's in that day in that moment in that whatever once it passes the next day is when you start like wake up and like you know <laughs> go on, get on with it also like wow. like i said like you know with the the fact that like in general i see like life is short like like it's proven like i was saying with the pandemic you never know when your when could be your last day so like you know if if it is if it is not to be then like you know make the most of your that every day that 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 you have and yeah. do whatever that makes you happy and whatever can make other people happy as well and there is a uh, i i got reminded of this uh, app that i have on my phone it's called we croak w e c r o a k and uh, it is not sold to advertisers or any such thing and it sends you five messages and the message uh, prompt is don't uh, don't forget you are going to die <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah and when you click it there opens a quote on the short the short life we we have and yeah. some amazing quotes yeah like it, it kind of provokes you in the right way and it yeah. happens by like, 
uh, that guy has programmed it. It doesn't happen before eight in the morning, at least for us in India. It's a worldwide thing, and it it may happen. Two of them will come at one go, or one will come now, one will come in the evening, yeah. whatever. Like you have no clue, and you are sitting in the middle of a busy meeting or this chat, and suddenly my phone will say, "Don't forget, you're going to die," <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and as many times I have read it, it's always a surprise because uh, that split second that takes for you to remember that you have this app on your phone. Before that, that shock is registered. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it brings you back, and it's a very crazy thing. And that guy refuses to sell it. He says, "I don't want advertisers. This is not for all of that." I like I read about his interview first, and then I said, "No, this is an app. I must download it." It's a good reminder, and besides which, I love reading quotes. So these these quotes are quite. In a, okay, uh, since you brought up the pandemic, and I brought up the uh, topic of this app and death, most of us seem to see death as very negative. Uh, yesterday or day before, one of the quotes that came up was, uh, "Death is the end only if you think the story is about you." And I found it fascinating because okay, so. even if i believe or do not believe the truth of that statement it provoked me to think then the story is about what and about whom the first thing it did for me was that it relaxed me completely so that i don't have to worry if it's not about me then it doesn't matter if i screw up or if i come out first in some kind of mental race that i keep having how do you uh, this is now combined with a question i wanted to ask you because you brought up the pandemic knowing you i have never seen you sit still for very long and uh, not only your own vibe is like that you charge up the room like that positively or negatively i have no clue some people may not like it all the time but you have that ability to set it on fire like you have to respond or else you have to be very confident to stay still because yeah. karan is in the room so called so in the pandemic and with the context of death that we are seeing how did karan stay with karan <laughs> it was uh, you know i wasn't alone in the pandemic i was uh, i was i was i moved back to bombay and i was living with my parents so okay. uh, i guess that that did uh, help a lot uh, both for them as well as for me you know to have them around okay. me because it was uh, but just two years before the pandemic i was living in delhi and if like I, i actually thought about it during the pandemic that if i was alone in delhi i would have died like you know <laughs> i would not have survived it i, I would have I, I, there's no way i would have survived it yeah so, but uh, having said that although you were with your parents there was this restriction of space and time yeah, for massive that. massive it, i mean I, i mean after living independently for close to 10 years uh, you know i was uh, back home with my parents and uh, uh, i again i was like everyone was stuck i mean there was there was no going out anywhere so uh, i guess it was uh, it was fine it was i guess also it uh, it just so happened that i got back to a full time job during the pandemic so i think when you're in a full time job which is a advertising job then that is that is taking over your life in a big way so uh, i think that and work keeps you busy keeps you uh, your mind occupied you know so you find that balance and it was it was great i am i think i managed it quite well obviously at mm-hmm. time i had my moments of like i need to get the hell out of here and i want to go somewhere and i did okay. manage to go when i went for my birthday but uh, yeah in general it was uh, it was definitely boxish in general i feel 
life in a city is boxish uh, it's uh, it's something where i think in our years of growing up like you know you you've seen everybody do the almost more or less the same thing which is like you know you finish college you either do an mba or you don't do an mba you end up in a job or you do the mba or whatever and there are some masters and something and then you end up in a job and then you work in that job and then you rent a nice house in a in a in the in the lovely city that you live in you spend 2 hours a day in traffic and your every week is the same from every week you know there's there's nothing different you're going to different nightclubs or different pubs or a beer and you're meeting the same people or listening to the same music and it's more or less the same thing every day and uh, it, it kind of is is boxish and I, i i felt like you know even even before the pandemic struck in fact i would not have gotten back to a job like i only ended up getting back to a job because you couldn't go anywhere the uh, travel was off because just prior to the pandemic i was on a travel sabbatical and uh, because there was something i i uh, there was this book i actually read and this book was called uh, and then actually this book got me to quit my previous job the job that i was in 2018 and the book is called why we sleep the book is by okay. a sleep scientist called matthew walker and uh, 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 the book emphasizes on the importance of sleep and uh, how as humans who live in mo- in in the modern world and in corporate world and like you know we are working all the time and partying all the time or socializing all the time or doing all kinds of things all the time and we are all put sleep as a back seat and we only sleep when we you know like okay now we are now it's time for bed you know after you've gone through your whole 15 hour day or like chalabi sote you know <laughs> and and once i read this book i i realized that i need to quit this job and i need to sleep more in fact that's exactly what happened is i went and when i you know generally when you are a senior enough in an ad agency or in any job and you like you're like you go to your boss and say i'd like to resign the first response you get from your your seniors would be kidhar ja raha hai you know where are you joining like you know you're leaving us and where are you going who's hired you and i'm like main sone ja raha hu you know <laughs> i'm not going to any agency i'm going to sleep you know and they were like what's wrong with you and i was like no i'm serious i read this book and that like in the the basics of that book is that from the time a person is born okay it's insane this this the like once you read the book like from the time you are born you are supposed to be sleeping a minimum of 8 hours a day okay even one day you miss that 8 hours you increase your chances of a plethora of diseases okay which go from cancers to alzheimers to the works even one day yeah? even one day you miss now after working in advertising for 20 years i'm like boss i must have missed 5 years only of sleeping like you know honestly so i have to have a major backlog okay and there's no way i can solve this backlog if i continue working the way i am working even if i bring it down to fixed eight hours a day i will still not meet the backlog because then i will have a social life and falana dikna you know so unless i become a hermit where i check into like some monastery it ain't going to happen you know and it's it's crazy the uh, the book explains everything from like the effects of coffee on like your sleep the effects of you know being pot or you do like all other kinds of substances or alcohol or like everything that you do or you manifest into your life how that affects your sleep and how it affects the different things in your brain which help you get to sleep or not get to sleep 
and i think that was a big shift uh, that happened for me mentally was that i want to sleep 8 hours a day you know come what may if i have to make a few thousands less i will make those thousands or lakhs also less but i will sleep my 8 hours 8 hours is important not just for me but even for you you know yeah yeah all of us so i i really became a sleep advocate and i guess uh, after like uh, that's why like you know somebody asked me like so why do you go on like these cool dates now that you're on a dating app i like i prefer a lunch date because you know then at night i can sleep on time <laughs> yeah no in fact this reminds me uh, i uh, around 10 years back i started working on my own people were working from home during the pandemic i have been doing this for 10 years now yeah and uh, Surprisingly, I had my reasons uh, at those times to make a decision like that. But the fun part was that I realized that uh, I had told them after ten, I do not pick up calls. So initially, they were all worked up because uh, the bosses understood, but the youngsters were what twenty-five, twenty to say thirty age group. They said, uh, and everybody used to call sir. Although I hated it, but they were like sir, phone nahi uta de raat ko, sir, phone nahi uta de. But I was clear. I said anything before ten, and yeah. before nine, when you reach your office, you will have got the copy. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have started your day, but you would have received it in your mail. You don't bother about it. I was working for event agencies, and they had crazy hours, and I realized it was difficult to you know match up to their needs. Once they got used to it, they used to promise each other that okay, Bunty is going to deliver first thing before you come. Don't worry. You just give it to him, but you call him before ten in the morning. and in fact because the impact was such i learned from my own deeds it was like i simply didn't have time so not that i went to sleep at 10 but i decided not to pick up work calls after 10 yeah. because it became crazy i couldn't manage everything else that i was doing at that point of time and seeing them relax that i would deliver gave me the confidence look one can work this way and now that we are senior 20 25 years in the industry we can actually throw our weight around and Demand this. You are not a newcomer. I think it shouldn't be about throwing your weight around. It should be. It should be almost um, like a norm. You know? No, this was more. Yeah, true. This was more. Incidentally, if you yeah. weren't having that kind of talent that you have, they wouldn't buy into your origin. <laughs> no, no. Every place I worked in, I'm like at their mercy. <laughs> yeah. So that is something that you need to be clear of what is important to you. You know, maybe we were younger earlier and brash and. I think when you are younger, you think nothing is ever going to happen. That's why, like you know, now even when I like when I decided to start my own company, I I was in this zone where a I want to be able to, you know, give not just myself, but even if I hire people, and the people I work with, they should be given sufficient amount of time to create whatever they want to create. Like if they are going to tell me they need three days, then I will tell the client it needs four days. You know, if you want someone to do it in one day, please find someone else. i will not kill someone for a poster or a social media post you know so uh, that that's one thing and also like in general i wanted people to a be able to sleep better i wanted people to travel better or have more more chance for living your life you know yeah. therefore, therefore like one thing which i try to do is that and i've always believed in it is to give a monday off you know so in, at my company whenever i mean i have few employees but yeah monday is technically off like you know i try and uh, not like they don't work work on a monday monday is a day for training it's a day where you should spend some time to enhance the skills that you have 
or learn something new so that you can you know enhance become like learn more become a better person or learn something new related to your job so that you can do a better job at what you're already doing and i feel that 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 day is required for that also i chose monday because in general everybody hates monday not just us even the clients hate monday nobody in general wants to go to work on a monday and if uh, you know if monday is off then technically every weekend is a long weekend so you're not you're, you're not you're not you're not bunking work to get a long weekend <laughs> yeah that is quite awesome because i had this thing when uh, i used to wear formals funnily enough not formals in a way that people wear my shirts shirt uh, this was always out and but i used to wear formal clothes so i always decided that i would uh, wear uh, this uh, jeans on a monday because people were this about fridays i said friday i am anyway happy <laughs> i can wear ties and go that although i hated ties all my life and i still do but i was like friday mein kyu chahiye dressing friday to already sorted hai it is monday that requires that thing and what a wonderful thing that you're doing uh, and in that in that essence the big thing which i feel is a shift that should happen you know across across workplaces as well as in people's psychological behavior or thinking is that this thing which i am striving for is that you know in in, in whenever we've been in jobs for anyone in jobs not just advertising you maybe you as a lawyer or as a ca or some engineer but in all our jobs whatever we work we are always you know trying to achieve work life balance and i feel there is a big mistake over there there needs to be a shift in the thinking because i am not work i am working so that i can live better i am not living so that i can work better right so therefore you don't need to be seeking work life balance you should be seeking life work balance we need to be putting life before work and therefore when you put life before work you will be doing your work but you will have be making time for your life you will not be missing your you know child's second birthday because you need to be in an office meeting you need to not be miss your mother's 60th birthday because you have to go for some shoot or you have to go for some outstation workshop you know and uh, they, they those are the things that you know which will get people to appreciate and enjoy their jobs a lot more they will be able to perform that much better in their jobs because they be like this company allows me to enjoy the parts of my life that have massive meaning to me and therefore people should really now strive for life work balance um, right i need to think on that because i think i may have missed both of them equally well uh, considering that i don't know where one begins and the other end <laughs> the the funda that i have applied in my life is that when i do not want to do it like this morning uh, i knew that i had to uh, connect with you at 12 and i was supposed to start work at around 8 and i landed up doing some editing on my earlier video that i have shot for the podcast and learning a few things about zoom that i didn't know and i enjoyed it so much that i kept uh, Pushing that work, and then suddenly I realized, look, I have to send it. I promised first thing in the morning. It's already eleven, and uh, Karan has already sent me a message that hello, are we connecting at twelve? But just that space, I was not worked up about it. I knew that it had to be done. That just mental space that I created, like you deserve it. It's okay. Yeah. In one day, you break your promise about not sending it, and and you know that it is a Sunday, and you're working on a Sunday. so you need to give yourself those 
little spaces of the mind if you want to go grab a cup of tea or chat yeah. with a friend or or even while your time like i my most mindless activity is candy crush my daughter laughs on me because i can fail at the same level for four months and not mind it it's as mindless as that i just go on playing it playing it playing it till facebook decides ki yaar isko abhi bolte zara next level pe ja so it clears me and on that day i play lot more like 10 12 15 games so that i have reached a point where again i am stuck at the next hard level I but it is mind games which is slightly evolved as candy crush i play spider solitaire ha ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it is there is no rush to finish the level of course i get worked up after 10 12 15 20 times it is rejected me i am saying hello just let me go through this level it's not even about winning i am bored of the same level but i can go on for a couple of months like it is that bad uh not the ideal way to live uh, sometimes i think there could be more mindful pursuits but well that's the way it is But at least your, 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 you know what is interesting is that your at least your staying stuck on that level versus what somebody else would have done is most people would have done is shopped or bought like spent swiped a card and bought those coins or those uh, candies to move forward to the next level and, and that's actually one very very interesting thing about you know how gaming is mobile gaming is gone through the roof and it's crazy about the psychology of a gamer because like you know if i if you see back in the day when like in the 90s or the 80s when there were video games those yeah. were not like you can't you can't swipe your card in that you're putting a cartridge in some in some in some system which is connected to your tv and you're playing the game if you can't go forward your your screwed you have to you have to do your best to go forward there's no other way to go forward you know and and the and it's actually a beautiful thing because the psychology of the human is changed so drastically because with all, all most games where you are swiping your card to buy something you know to advance in the game or get more lives in the game or do whatever in the game or in candy crush where you're getting these coins or whatever it's this mm-hmm. is this insane thing that you are actually spending my real money to buy fake money <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't think of that because to me I am very clear. No matter how many ads I see, how many I don't get. Finally, as an advertising professional, I don't buy into ads too much. But see, that's also the exact same that's happening with why, uh, like the views-based advertising is not like technically. And clients are wondering now why is no one like you know buying my product or whatever. And that's what's the mistake they're doing because the same strategy that they had for TV, which was make a film and put it on TV, when they run the same thing and they put it on YouTube, what they do is by boosting it to get views. So what you're ending up doing is you instead of advertising your product, you just ended up advertising your advertising. Somebody is clicking yeah. on something and landing up on your ad. Now. He has clicked on something. He could have clicked on something and come to your website, but you made him click on something and land up on an ad. Which is three minutes long and a tearjerker. Like he's lost. You lost him faster than yeah. you can grab him. <laughs> That is something I've been thinking. Uh, okay, so I'll ask you an open-ended question about this. Um, I'll give you one funda that I had earlier doesn't apply to me anymore. I'm as bad an addict uh, to social media as anybody is, and I think I can compete well with quite a few people there. But earlier I knew that. when one came onto the internet if you knew what you wanted 
it was the most wonderful place to be of course and if yeah. you had no clue what you wanted then internet could yes. actually it was a web it got yes. you in and you couldn't still get out is. it still is in fact now it's gone a lot more deeper than earlier like earlier when you only had search and you were only using search like you know microsoft search or like now google search or yahoo search you were just searching and like clicking on articles or things and that's how you're getting a lot of your information but now there are so many platforms like you know there's twitter there's reddit there's you know so many platforms where you can have threads and sub threads and all kinds of contributors having all kinds of different opinions and people posting all kinds of information and references and it's it's like the rabbit hole has gone so deep that you you would have to clone yourself into multiple avatars to you know get and literally inseminate all that in, in information it's an information overburst right now it is it is uh, i am also wondering there are people who told me that there are these apps which tell you they don't allow you to open more than an hour of social media or stuff like that yeah, there's a lot of it there's a lot of it uh, i haven't tried any of that i have been just like, let's see let's see so i have these gaps uh, of uh, popularly th- this is called detoxification i don't give it that name because that effectively means i'm poisoning myself on the other days so i don't like that idea <laughs> but what i try and do is that when it hits me that look this is a lot of time that is being wasted i actually sign out of all the apps no but there is uh, like 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 i use an iphone and uh, it was there even on my earlier android there are there are ways to set like you know a uh, number of hours of screen time in a day and you get a notification saying that you have spent so much time on the screen today instantly giving you a thing that it's time to put the thing on the side yeah you know and so i do this on my own a bit uh, in the sense of i i make it difficult for me to sign in every time i have to go type my password there's no easy thing uh, facebook is not an app although it remains on in that browser i don't know what am i achieving with that now that i look back at that but uh, every now and then those are the hurdles i put in my own thing uh, one thing i wanted to know uh, because this talk is also uh, been fairly serious uh, throughout uh which i was aware of by the way i instinctively felt that you would have a lot to contribute in terms of how we think and why we think what we do uh, as writers i think we've always been curious about uh our behavior patterns uh, not only of consumption but of life itself what has changed for you because you also seem to have uh, this sleep thing is one of the things that you mentioned what made that shift internally for you was there any episode was there any event or was there something that uh, you talked about uh, therapy earlier uh, i've had a lot of friends talk about it and um, i do not know what it really in- implies um, but uh, this space that we need to give ourselves besides even the therapy part just the space of karan being karan and not being bothered by his screen or his relatives or his family or his friends and just just being alone for a while what the pandemic really did teach us yeah. so irrespective if you are with your family then how much can you talk like even for a person like you who came back to his family initial two months you may have talked and talked and talked and then you are running out of topics like you are now caught up with each other's lives what was happening 
then suddenly you have to be in your room and then you figure out oh this friend is dying or that friend's relative has covid and this and that and the stupid numbers on the news and all kinds of things happening i am saying within this information or without this information there is still that sense of isolation that we have and which is what we are all trying to fill up in various ways uh with a person like you who's always been a social cat of sorts and uh, gregarious to the t like everything that you want you you want to go out let's have fun and uh, even at the cost of your own sleep like you said uh, how and why did the change come about why how did you manage to reach this still point which otherwise is a difficult journey if you realize there are a lot a lot of people who still do not reach here they may be older to us sometimes they still burning with that let's do this let's be very ambitious and let's go and do these films and or else let's learn this new thing about facebook or this or that and and i i still keep being pushed by people who are senior to me and say are isme kuch aur naya seekh sakte hain and i'm like hey, hello i am not working and i am not working on this particular time no matter what carrot you give me because i i just cannot take it anymore there is just too much information already so uh, what did karan do to calm down karam <laughs> i think uh, the big the big thing actually happened for me is uh, i would say uh, is that you know uh, we i mean in 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 2017 actually uh, i had a uh, I, had, i had to have a surgery and uh, uh, it it was it was a it was a quite a life threatening one uh, i had post oh. I had post uh, op- I had a general anesthesia surgery post operation it was a post operative complication which kept me in the ICU can you speak up a little uh, the operation uh, while the operation was successful i had a post operative uh, situation which is a rare situation and that uh, kind of kept me in the ICU for 7 days and uh, mm-hmm. uh, after after that like you know it kind of really changed I mean, when I came out, and then I was back to a job, and I was again like you know spending eight nine hours in a job doing everything that we do in advertising, and I felt like, and it was just around six months post that when I picked up that book on sleep, and uh, actually that 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 sleep thing actually is what triggered it all off. I would say is that you know uh, what am I doing? Like where? Like I've been working for twenty years. Like what have I? Like I've achieved a lot. but what have i not achieved and when i clicked on what have i not achieved one of the biggest things was travel and uh, the second biggest thing was sleep and uh, i realized that these are the two things that i want to chase in my life right now you know i mean i've been working for 15 20 years and i've been doing more or less the same thing even if it's mainline digital whatever it's still advertising it's still selling at the right. paper coming up with ideas campaign 360 all that whatever and i'm like i can do this but i want to do now less of this and more of the other things i want more of travel in my life i want more of sleep in my life so i want to make that shift you know i want to be able to like see a sunset every day if, if that's what it takes you know i don't want to want to be at sunset time staring into a zoom call uh, <laughs> when i could be looking at the beautiful sun setting over the sea Hmm. So I think that that was actually a real big shift for me, and therefore, in, like like I said, in 2018 when I quit my job, I for the next two years I didn't even look for a job. I was not even like not even working. I was just luckily traveling with the savings that I had, 
from my advertising career and then like i said there was pandemic so one couldn't travel and because one couldn't travel i was like chalo let's take up a job at least we can save some money to travel again <laughs> that's the big reason why i got back to a job in 2018 2020 and uh, yeah but i i just i guess mentally i made this mental decision that i want to sleep more and i want to travel more and that's now first priority for me and work is second priority for me you know i am making like right now like i start my business but i'm making like probably one fourth of what i made in my last job but experiences wise i have had 20 times more experiences in the last one year than i would have had being in a full time job yeah so i think that's the that's the plus that i'm striving for is how many more experiences can i have life experiences can i have how many more sunsets can i see you know and so what if i make less money as long as i'm you know being life experiences i think that's the yeah. big shift that i took what are the number of life experiences that i want to have what are the kind of life experiences that i want to have do i want to be stuck in the same place all my life doing the same thing or do i want to just go out and see the world and do different things in different places because like i said like you know like you said from that app you know with that app tells you like you are going to die soon like after like you know and that is another thing that struck me was that you know that whatever money someone has say saved like say for example if i have saved x lakhs okay after working for 20 years and barely taking any leaves you have saved x lakhs so supposing you continue working non stop and say one day you happen to die and you have now x lakhs there are just like just like that you ate did not use them <laughs> you know <laughs> this thing please in my mind this thing please in my mind which is kidhar leke jayega you know that 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 money that you are saving to kidhar leke jayega once you are gone you cannot take it with you so you better use it while you are still here you know keep some on the side for a emergency situation but use an additional amount that you never thought you would use splurge on something you would never think thought you'd splurge on because you will have that experience and you will enjoy it for that moment you know because you're not going to take it anywhere with you <laughs> yeah. i think it's wonderful uh, that we are having this chat today uh, i am gladder than even what i was when i envisaged that this chat would happen because a lot of times considering that the topic that we are talking is about vulnerability and values and it's just seen as boring and impractical but here you are oh, a successful person in fact if i remember in the last two years you were featured among the top 40 something youngest achievers and all those things were happening and here you are talking about watching a sunset yeah and just what is it that is priceless honestly yes and it kind of puts in perspective for so many of them who are going to watch who know both of us and we have i think dozens of common contacts everywhere we work together for a long while and i think they wouldn't have seen this side of you as i am amazed to see and i'm thinking no my gut feel was right karan ko pakadte hain aur ye podcast karte hain there are so many subtle values that come up here of pausing of kindness to oneself uh, to listen what the body is saying and uh, how to slow down uh, one thing i loved throughout whatever your sharings were was the fact that you are not only giving this to yourself people who started working with you you also decided to share and give the same uh, 
same leeway, same freedom, uh, same sense of liberation, if I were to call it that. Uh, because we are bound, bonded by our own sense of importance so often. It's very difficult and uh, very often I land up saying uh, to a lot of my friends who go through bad times uh, that uh, the best thing to happen to you, Karan, was that you were in the ICU. Because no matter how difficult it was, I think this is this is so much more... Yeah, I mean, if, if life gives you a second chance at life, then... Should you go back to living the same life or should you try a different life? Yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, a question I had, which played out in my mind. And I think it's like, you know, one of my favorite films from, you know, like favorite films ever is Shawshank Redemption. And then if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, you know, uh, in that guy, after spending donkey's years in jail, after spending donkey's years in jail, okay, being the smart ass that he is, and he robs the jailer of his millions of dollars. Okay. Now, after robbing him of millions of dollars and he knows he's going to get out there and be a filthy rich guy with this scammed money, he could have gone and bought a swanky apartment in New York and lived like a don. But he chooses to go to one small remote town in Mexico called Zunataveneo. You know, something like that, which nobody even knows where the hell that is. Go to some really obscure place and live with like, live with the most beautiful, you know, beach or whatever. So I think it's also like about like, you know, about finding that one thing in life that if you had more of, it would make you happy. And I refuse to believe that if somebody says that I make 100 TVCs in a year, that will make me happy. You know? <laughs> yeah. I had this uh, chat with my daughter who's a teen now and uh, in the next couple of years she's got to take a decision on what path or what career path she should look at and she's been talking to me very often and dad what do you think I should do and the other day I told her the one thing if you become clear that it's not success that you're after it's happiness. Yes. So first you clear the, the cobweb from your mind that if you are successful if you live abroad or if you're now, because it's a very, the new norm is that every young person wants to go abroad or study or work there or live there, uh, whatever their reasons and uh, their capabilities, uh, they have capabilities and I'm sure there is a better life somewhere. But better needs to be defined better. Exactly. See, just like when you were telling, when we started and you said, you know, that you've known me for so many years and I've achieved so much and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I've been this under 40 this and that and won this award and that award. But to me, that is not success. You know, and I, I, I wrote a, I wrote a post many years ago on Instagram as a, as a quote, which is you're not successful until you find success in what you want success in. So, you know, Awards, our recreation, all these things, the world may see me as this guy is the most successful guy. But am I thinking, I, according to me, I am not successful because I have not achieved the things I want to achieve. Those yeah. things may not be work related, may not be income related, may not be, you know, whatever else related. So, yeah. like if you are looking, like therefore don't seek success. You seek, like, like you are saying as well, you seek happiness because happiness is more valuable than success. If you are, if you are really happy, you are successful. 
Yeah, already. Really successful, but you may not be happy. And which is the tragedy? Because this demarcation needs to be in the head before it comes on yes. the ground for all of yes. us. Of course. Uh, who would have thought that Karan Amin would be the guest who would have the wisest words and the best one-liners? So I can definitely understand. I think we are giving to that in every situation. Thank you for joining me, and I think it's been one of the most pleasurable chats I've had in a long while. Awesome! I hope you have a great Sunday. Yes, you too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Yes.